Running Sentences presents Polyarts, Episode 5, A Changing of the Staff. Commissioner Hook has decided he wants his own private secretary, as he found himself fearful of Lawrence, who might be too much of a civil servant. This is a work of fiction. All of the characters, the names of characters, any businesses, events, and incidents that may occur are all products of my imagination. Any resemblance to actual people, living or dead, or actual events, in any way, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2020 Running Sentences Podcast Alice and Hook both came into the Art Council building lobby at the same time, with Alice holding the door open for him to enter. Neither ex- exchanged any pleasantries as Hook looked deep in thought, and Alice didn't think it was worth bothering him. They crossed the lobby towards the elevator, passing by the security guard with a wave of their ID passes. The duo soon found their way onto the elevator, with Hook getting aboard first and then Alice following. She kept quiet, waiting to see what would come of this, and the doors closed with the elevator whirring its way upward towards the art council floor. As Hook stepped off the elevator and walked down the hallway, Alice trailed a bit behind, with him still lost in thought as he walked. She had had enough of this. Commissioner Hook, good morning, and what are you doing? Hook jumped, surprised by the sudden interaction and loud voice nearby. Oh, Alice, uh, good morning. Uh, I was just thinking... I could see that. What were you thinking about, sir? Oh, this and that. What do you think of my secretary, Lawrence Young, by the way? He seems like a good person, but... You wish to have your own personal person that you chose for the job. Well, yes, now that you've said and I, of course, didn't bring it up at all. I need someone fighting in my corner, and I'm not sure about him, Mr. Lawrence Young, fighting for me. Well, he's coming up on his third month at the department as a civil servant. He's a good worker who's managed to work for both of us while doing his own balancing act. Three months on, he seems to be doing a decent enough job. Yes, but is he just a yes man for you? Or is he really willing to work with me? I gather it's a bit of both. But if you intend to remove him, I recommend it be done soon. Once a civil servant gets used to their job, it's hard to get them out. Now, if you'll excuse me. Alice took this moment to slip by and walk down the hallway towards her office. Hook remains standing there, thinking about the situation for a few seconds. He soon realizes that he is just standing around and heads off for his office. As Alice walked into her office, she found Lawrence sitting at the chair across from her desk and looking rather worried. He too seemed lost in thought about something which is not what she wanted to see. What brings you to my office and why aren't you concentrating on making art happen? I was just wondering how I've done at my job. Thinking of leaving? Or is this more of a touch base because I'm scared the civil service will become my life moment? bit of both, I think. I, I, I don't think either you or the commissioner like me very much. Yeah, I do and don't like you if that clears things up for you. As for Morgan Hook, I cannot speak if he likes you or not. I mean, you do your work and that's what all I can ask. No, I don't think that clears up anything at all. Don't you like the job? It's, it's fine. I just wanted to work at a place I'd be appreciated. So would millions of people stuck in jobs that they think are so ho-hum. 
You're appreciated, but I don't think Hook knows how to show it to you. I think if you talk to him, you might sort out this matter a bit more than talking to me. Lawrence looked torn and then rose up from the chair and walked out of the office. Alice was both surprised and relieved that he was gone. Finally, now I can help make artists make art. She turned to her computer, booting it up. Lawrence, meanwhile, had headed down towards his desk, biting his lip and trying his best to think of a way to approach Hook. He walked past the door to Hook's office and then doubled back to look at it and raised his hand to knock. A second later, he headed back to his desk, only to stop short of it. Should I follow Alice's advice? The idea sounds like a bad idea, but it would probably help to talk to him. I mean, if I am to leave, he should at least know that I'm abandoning him to the ravages of the a new civil service servant. With that decided, he headed back towards Hook's office and stopped at the door and gave it a sharp knock. He entered not waiting for the word enter to enter or if to see if it had been said at all. Meanwhile, Hook had just settled into his desk for the morning of work by staring at a pile of papers in his inbox that he didn't want to do. His outbox, which sat next to the inbox, was of course completely empty. I could just pop all this into the outbox, and nobody would know. The door opened after a short knock and Lawrence came in. Hook looked over, a little disappointed that he can't just carry out his plan. Good morning, sir. Ah, yes, I suppose it is a good morning. I, actually, Lawrence, I did want to see you about something. Is there something you need, sir? What? Well, yes, and well, I can't figure out how to say it without coming across as rude, and I, I, I don't want that. I see, sir, is the basic concept that I can... What is this thing that you're sh that I can perhaps help you express? I'm thinking of doing a staff shake-up. Trying to get some of the old blood out and new blood in. Revitalize the department as we charge forward towards getting things done finally. Is that it, sir? I can easily set up a rearrangement to look into. Yes, yes, that's it. I, I figured out a way to say it. If you could be so kind as to begin and set that up for me, I would appreciate it. Yes, sir. Lawrence turned and headed back towards the door. Uh, one more thing, Lawrence. Uh, yes, sir. Was there something you needed from me? Usually, you only come in when you need something. Lawrence hesitated and hemmed and hawed and shaking his head back and forth. Oh, well, n n no, I, I had something, but it is an depressing matter. Mostly, I came in to see if you had something you needed to be done, and yes, you did. Lawrence quickly exited the office. Um, once Hook is sure that his secretary is gone, he grabbed a pile of papers from the inbox and moved them to the outbox. Satisfied, he sits back and looked over at the work that he's done. Damn it. He grabbed the papers out of the outbox and puts them before himself so that he can start going through them. Having spent most of his morning into the afternoon at his desk, puzzled by his computer, Lawrence was trying to make a program work that he had up and running, but it wasn't cooperating. The problem was that it wouldn't let him do what he wanted it to do. The rearrangement of people at the Art Council should be a matter of dropping a bunch of names into the software, and it should have beeped happily that they'd been received and they were ready to go. However, every time he tried this, it beeped angrily and rejected it. Stupid software, I have a simple task for you, and you won't do it. How can you reject something your manual says you should do? Alice had come out of her office and into the area around Lawrence's desk to see what all of the angry noise was about. 
She stopped and paused for a second, trying to figure out if she should or should not get involved. The computer angrily beeped again. No, 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 how, why, stupid, what are you trying to accomplish? Lawrence looked up from his work with tired and exasperated eyes to meet Alice standing there. I've been tasked with setting up a rearrangement of personnel. Oh, he's going to go ahead with that thought of his. I see. Well, if all else fails, don't try to talk to the IT department. Why not? Invariably, their answer is generally, turn it off and then turn it on, or that it is unplugged, or that you've unplugged some important bit because you are loose on a computer that they have been trusted with. Do you know how to run this program, then? I believe it's on my computer, yes, and I've played around with it. Actually, now that I think about it, why don't you send the list of staff to my email and I'll take a look at it and try and run the program on my side. Thank you. Alice turned to walk off down the hallway towards the break room as Lawrence, with renewed vigor, tried to conquer the computer issue by emailing the list to Alice, and with that accomplished, finding that he'd left solitary open and the timer was on far too large of a number and hit new game. Oh, well, if I finish this game, that'll just ruin my time averages. Can't have that. Research! In the break room, Hawk was standing near a cabinet with the two types of coffee that the office break room had. As Alice came in and headed straight for the refrigerator, he noticed her but decided that the coffee was more important and went back to staring at it. Neither of them was particularly appealing, so he gave up on that for a moment, placing them both back on the counter and turned to look for any other snacks. The room, however, was fairly bare of anything that one could snack on. What's wrong with this break room? Uh, the snack supply has dwindled to nothing. Our coffee choices and drink choices is down to bare bones, and we don't have the budget to get any more stuff. What? Why don't, why don't we have the budget for uh, as break room snacks? The old budget had only so much money for the break room. The new one should stretch to cover more of these thin months before running out, but we have to get that through. By the way, the rearrangement of staff is going through, or are you keeping Lawrence busy with busy work as you target a new secretary? I think, or at least I feel, like it is something to look at. Maybe not do, but a few positions maybe should change hands. And Lawrence, does he know that you want someone else? He will, shortly. But until then, I will leave him to work on it. I see. Alice picked up an apple from the refrigerator to see if it was ripe, but puts it back. She turned and left the break room. Hulk turned back to stare at the two coffee choices again, and picks them both up to give them a look over. It was a choice between generic can A and generic can B from the local supermarket. He eventually settled on can A and moved to make a cup of coffee in the old urn-style coffee maker. Back at Lawrence's desk, he had just stood up and was stretching as Alice came marching back down the hallway. She looked him over as he stretched and got ready to head out for lunch. Lawrence, when you get back from lunch, could you come by to my office? I think we need to have a talk. About? Work. There might be a new job opening up that you can try out for, if it suits you out at all, maybe. Shouldn't we just get that done now, though? Lawrence's stomach, however, grumbled, and he blushed a bit as she smiled. No, I think we can wait for you to get some food in you, and then you'll be able to think about what it's being put in front of you. She turned and headed back to her office 
after Lawrence gave a short nod to this. As he moved to head towards the hallway, Hook came rushing up with a cup of coffee that seemed to have the temperature of a nuclear reactor from the way he was holding it in front of him. Lawrence then changed directions and stepped over to the door to Hook's office, opening it as Hook rushed through. Hot, hot, oh god, hot, 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 thank you for opening the door. Hook managed to rush through the now open door and Lawrence closed it after him. Satisfied that he could head out for lunch, he did exactly that. As Lawrence exited the Art Council building, he found Stella was standing by the front entrance waiting for him. Hello, ready for lunch? Yes, and please don't run off on me this time. I promise this time nothing like that will happen. No work. Though a new potential job offer might make me run off. It better not. I want to at least enjoy lunch with you before you run off to save art. What's the job, anyway? Don't know. Alice asked me if I would be interested in a job change, and then didn't say anything more. She told me to go off to lunch. And for once, she's right. We're going off to lunch. Stella grabbed Lawrence's arm, and they headed off down the sidewalk. The afternoon trickled by, doing its thing, leaving Alice to work on a new job situation for the council. She'd even managed to get in an applicant who now sat across from her in Devin Jordan. She stared at the man who, for all purposes, appeared more military in look than anyone had any right to look. It oozed around the man to an annoying extent that it was the only thing one could think of when they were around him. Well, Devin Jordan, thank you for coming in. I think you will do nicely for Mr. Hook. Should I meet the commissioner? You will, tomorrow, as we commence a test trial to see if it should go any further. You'll be shadowing Lawrence, the current secretary. A knock on the door interrupted. Uh, enter, please. Lawrence opened the door and walked in and was surprised to see anyone besides Alice in the office. Oh, um, hello, am I? No, no, you're fine, Lawrence. Mr. Devon here was interviewing for a job as a secretary and will be shadowing you tomorrow to see if he's the right fit. I think that will be all I need from you, Mr. Devon. We expect you to be here bright and early, say 8 a.m. tomorrow. I'll be here at 0800 hours on the dot. Lawrence looked confused as Devon rose from his seat and moved towards the door, although it did come across more as a march. Lawrence then stood aside, holding the door open for Devon to exit and then closed it after the man. I expect you want to know what about this shadowing and the new job offer. If you could, it would help me sort out what just happened and is that man military? No, his resume is clear of any mention of the military background. I think he just exudes it and it's accepted that it is his life at this point. I see, and the other things? Commissioner Hook, as you know, is exploring a reshuffling of staff. That, unfortunately, includes you. We need to bring in people to show him that we're serious about this and so on. The other thing I'd like you to consider is becoming my personal secretary for the time being. I have need of someone with connections who can rush about town and doesn't need to be in office. I would like you to consider it over the next few days, if you would. No rush. Um, yeah, I'll consider it. I I probably should just get back to work and I still have some files to file away. All right. Get back to your work, please. Lawrence once again opened the door and sort of stumbled out in a daze. As he left Alice's office, he wandered over to his desk.
His mind was swimming with ideas and confusion as he slumped into his chair and stared at his computer for a few minutes. He'd done his best for both Alice and the commissioner, now he was being replaced. And it wasn't the commissioner who told him? His stare intensified at the blank computer screen as it gave him something to look at. Alice emerged from her office a few minutes later, carrying a manila folder. The movement was enough of a distraction to get him to look over. Alice took notice and stopped next to him. Lawrence, yeah, you look like you should go home for the day. Go home. She turned and headed into Hook's office without knocking. Lawrence, still very much dazed, confused, and swimming in his mind, slowly got up from his chair and headed down the hallway so that he could go home. Inside Hook's office, the man himself sat behind his desk, looking over paperwork, and Alice came straight over, holding out the folder for him. He took it without looking at it and dropped it onto a pile of papers next to him and continued to read his papers in front of him. Alice shrugged and turned to leave. Did you know that we have an art exhibit coming up with solely about paw paintings from cats? Yes, I heard about it. We didn't fund it, but we did help find a gallery to display the work. How weird does art get? Is this the thin end, or does it go deeper? Oh, probably much deeper. Great. Just great. Weird. What's with this fold? Uh, the proposed rearrangement of lower staff for the council that you wanted done. Lawrence gave it to me. Give it to you so that you can look over it, and I'm giving it to you. All right. Where's Lawrence, by the way? Why didn't he give it to me? He wasn't feeling well, so I sent him home. Oh, well, I'll look this over tonight and I'll get back to you tomorrow and see if it meets my needs. Are you headed out for the night? Yes, I thought I would call it a day after and figure out where to drop names in a program that would change where and how people work. Okay, night. With that, Alice left the office. Hook, who'd never bothered to look up from his paperwork, buried himself further in paperwork to read and spent the afternoon into the evening buried in it. When it finally came time to call it a day from the office, he grabbed the folder that Alice had left and headed for home. It wasn't until the night that Hook managed to catch a moment to read over the folder. He strolled about his bedroom, looking over the folder containing the office reshuffle. His wife, Carol, sat on the bed watching him over her tablet computer. She doesn't seem too concerned with his pacing, though it is unfortunately more distracting than she wanted. What is it this time, dear? I, I was just going over the figures for the art council department. I've organized a potential reshuffle of the staff. Why? Why, why what? Why are you organizing a reshuffle of your department? Are you unhappy with it? I, I think the council could use some fresh blood, and it would get me a new secretary in the process. I want someone who feels like they're on my side. That last part is the whole reason for it, isn't it? Maybe. Well, it's okay to want someone working with you to be on your side, instead of them being on the civil service side of matters, as you have complained to me many times these past few weeks. But what is bothering you about the whole matter? He came to a stop from his pacing and continued to stare at the papers, not wanting to look at his wife, a little bit ashamed. It feels un—it feels easy, unearned. It's just I'm, I'm just bothered by the thought that something is going so well at the council. Just enjoy it and think it over without overthinking it. 
You always overthink things. Now settle down and come to bed. You'll wear out the floor if you keep pacing. I don't pace that much. Anytime something happens with any adventure you're a part of, there is generally a line that appears from our bedroom to your office that magically appears from shuffled feet. With a sheepish shrug, he heads over towards the bed and drops the folder onto the nightstand next to it and then flops onto the bed, then rearranges himself so that he can get under the covers. Carol puts her tablet on her nightstand and reaches for the light. Fine, I make lines on the floor. It isn't my fault, though. It is your fault, and there is no getting around that. It's just the way you are. And good night, dear. Good night. Hook shuffled deeper into his side of the bed and snuggled with his wife. In the office the next morning, Lawrence, Devin, and Alice are all standing around Lawrence's desk awkwardly. They shuffle about trying to organize themselves, but simply end up in similar spots to where they originally were and no better off. Stop. We, we need to stop this. Stop whatever this meh is. There's no need for all of this wandering. Lawrence... Get an extra chair for Devin here and set it up next to your desk with a view of the computer, okay? Yeah, I, I can go grab one from the meeting room. Lawrence shuffled his way towards the hallway and disappears. Where is the boss? I've been eager to meet him and settle in on this adventure. He should be here soon, don't worry. I'll, I'm sure you'll make a, a good honest impression on him. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get to my office and actually get some work done today. She then heads off towards her office, leaving Devin to stand there stiffly in what most, or many, would consider at attention in military terms. Lawrence, who'd gotten down to the meeting room and was now wheeling a chair out of that said room, ran directly into Hook, who looked rather pleased with himself as he came down the hallway carrying his briefcase. He stopped as Lawrence slowly wheeled the chair. Morning, Lawrence. Lawrence, who'd been caught up in his own thoughts and wheeling the chair, jumped and turned to face his boss. Oh, good morning, sir. What's with the chair? Uh, I'm bringing it over to my desk for Devin. Oh, some art person, no doubt. Though, isn't that a broken one? Though The wheel looks all wobbly and bobbly on it. Crap. Oh, crap. I see that. Uh, I'll go get a different one. Lawrence turned around and wheeled the chair back into the meeting room as Hook carried on towards his office. He wound up exiting the hallway and approaching Lawrence's desk, in which, as he approached his office, he came to a stop and stared for a second. Devon stood full attention, throwing a crisp salute at him. Sir, if you're Morgan Hook, the Commissioner of the Art Council, I'm reporting for duty, sir. Hook looked around to see if he was all alone with Devon and then at his office door. The question in his mind was if it would be possible to get safely across to his office, or would this weird art person do their best to stop him? Ah, yes, I see. Well, I'm gonna go to my office to do some work. Bye. Hook rushed to his office while Devin continued to stand at attention next to Lawrence's desk. A second later, Lawrence appeared with a slightly squeaky chair that was... Not as wobbly and bobbly as the last one, and rolled it next to Devin, who remained standing. Have you ever worked as a secretary before, Devin? Lawrence moved over to sit down behind his desk as he looked over. Devin remained standing. No, sir. Ah, uh, well, I, I was the same. It should be fine. Uh, just 
watch me answer the phones and schedule things and file paperwork. There really isn't much to do other than keep Hulk happy. Should I go do that, sir? I, I think it's best if we wait for him to call us in. And, and so they got busy doing not much work, but busy enough to make it look like they'd work the morning away. Down the hallway, Alice had spent most of the morning in her office working away on this and that, and mostly moving papers along until the afternoon when she switched over to her computer and looking at papers on that, and mostly to write up some reports on what the office needed and if grants should be granted. Her office phone buzzed and rang, distracting her away from her work, so she let her hand absentmindedly find the c- a circuitous way around to pick it up and put it to her ear. Art Council, this is Alice Jacobs speaking. Alice, why is there strange artist hanging around Lawrence? What strange artist, sir? The one that's been around since this morning, stands around like he's a soldier. Oh, Devin, he is an, an artist, Commissioner. What's he doing here? He's shadowing Lawrence to see if he'd be a proper replacement for your secretary opening that's coming up. What? Why, why wasn't I informed about this? It is standard operating procedure whenever a reshuffle arrives at our doorstep. We test out new staff by allowing them to shadow old staff. You said you wanted a new secretary? He's one potential choice. Well, get rid of him. He's been yes-sirring me all day. It's bothersome and we aren't in the military. I can't do anything until the end of the day. Per our union, we must give people a fair chance. I'm not about to run off a candidate for a job. Get to know him and get back to me. She hung up the phone with a bit of a smirk and pressed on with her work. Back at Hook's office, Lawrence had just come in with Devin right behind him. Hook was just hanging up the phone and sat pretending to be reading a few pieces of paper, which happened to be a couple of receipts that he had found in his pocket. When the two came in closer, Hook pretended that he would actually have noticed them for the first time. This caused Devin to go back to full stiff attention the second that Hook's gaze locked onto him. And I, you two, what can I do for you? I was about to head out for lunch, sir, and I figured that Devin here would probably like to pick your mind about what you require of him, all to be his new secretary and so on. I leave him in your care. Lawrence quickly turned and headed out of the office before Hook could act, and Hook looked at Devin, still at military attention. Devin, I take it you've served from the way you go about your day? No, sir. Just a regular civilian. Pops was a military guy and worked on a base. Oh, military family, then. I can see how that would rub off on you. Uh, no, sir. Pops was merely a civilian on the base, sir. Oh. Well, my outbox needs to be cleaned up and filed away. Grab the papers and we shall go over what they cover and, and how to get them filed. Yes, sir. And tone down the yes, sir, no, sir routine. You might think it's good, but it's it's just a pain to respond to. Aye, sir. Hug glared for a second and then signaled for Devin to take a seat across from him as he grabbed a few papers from his outbox. He looked over them for a few seconds and then picked up the first page that he could see and handed it over to Devin. This paper is part of our contract for a new vendor for the snack room. Since our budget remains in limbo, it needs to be filed off to the side until we can ratify it. Next, Hook droned on like this for quite a while with each paper, and Devin took them, put them all in neat piles, but he did little actual else to them. Until the two would spend 
the rest of the afternoon into the evening doing that. A good 30 minutes into this, Lawrence returned from the quick lunch, coming into Hook's office to see if anything was needed, but since the two were so in-depth with the papers, he quietly backed out and spent the rest of his afternoon getting other paperwork filed. As the afternoon turned into later afternoon and then strolled towards evening, he headed to the break room to find something to take his mind off all that had happened and the likely upcoming loss of his job. He found himself busy trying to get the coffee machine to work as Alice came in. You haven't run away from Devon, have you? Lawrence jumped when he turned to see her. Well, yes, and uh, no, I, I, I don't want to deal with them since they seem to be getting along. Ah, uh, I see. And do you have any thoughts on my job offer? I have to talk to the commissioner first, but uh, I might be leaning towards it, I think. Good. The pay, by the way, increases a bit, and you don't have to stay in the stuffy office all day. Plus, you get paid out any travel expenses. My thing is, I'm just not sure I'm cut out for this job or everything. It just, I, I feel underappreciated. Um, well, perhaps tomorrow you can act as my secretary. Take the day away from the office. I believe that I have work that needs to be done at Veronica Raleigh's office, and you could be with Stella, if that sounds like an appealing idea to you. Lawrence, having given up on getting coffee out of the coffee machine, turned to her a bit frustrated. Whatever, I'll try it out. Fuck it. I'm, I'll do it. Good, good. You can head home since the day is pretty much over. I'll inform Hook of the change. No, 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 no. I'm going to do that. Lawrence briskly moved past, exiting the break room to Alice's surprise, and quickly headed after him. And just down the hallway in Hook's office, Hook and Devin had finished the work of sorting the outbox with Hook sitting back looking exhausted. Devin piled the papers neatly in place in front of him and stared blankly at them. Where do these need to get put, sir? Around the place, uh, around here, I believe. I, you're better off asking Lawrence as he seems to know what needs to go where and how it fits in the filing system. Did he not show you his filing system? Yes, he did, sir but it all seemed rather convoluted with things being scanned into the computer and other things being put in cabinets and so on. As the words escaped Devon's mouth, Lawrence stormed in and headed directly for Hook's desk. He came to a stop, his arms crossed. Mr. Hook, I have a question for you. Oh, uh, what is it, Lawrence? Do you appreciate the work I've done for you? Um, yes, I, I, I suppose to an extent I appreciate it. A an extent? What does that mean? Why haven't you even remotely said my job was on the line for being changed to somebody else? Alice was the one who told me. It was at this point that Alice poked her head in and then carefully came in as well, but she stayed by the door, hanging back to avoid most of the backblast from the fight. Ah, uh, well, you see, I needed someone who is on my side all of the time, and, well, I wasn't sure if you were that person. Thanks, you took my job. Thanks. Thanks, really. Take your job and stuff it. Lawrence glared at Hook and then at Devin, turned abruptly and headed straight for the door. Alice stepped to the side to make sure that she wasn't in the way, and she then followed him out and leaves Hook staring after him and, and then turning to Devin. Sorry, I'm, I'm guessing you'll have to learn to work the system by yourself tomorrow. 
You can have the job as you seem to have the hang of most of it. I will not be here tomorrow, sir. This is a one-day trial, and it would have to be approved by Alice, not you, sir. Oh, oh well, I'm, I'm sure that will only be a speed bump of a problem. Uh, if you show up tomorrow, there will probably be a job here for you. I will talk to Alice and consider it, sir. Devin got up and crossed over to the door. He turned and once again offered a stiff salute and then was out the door before anything else could happen. Hook slumped back into his chair and tried to find something to look at. His glance finally fell on his desk and the neat piles of papers which were still sitting there untended to. Outside of the office at Lawrence's desk, Lawrence himself was grabbing a few of his belongings off of the desk and brushes past Alice who tried to get out of the way. He stormed off down the hallway as Devin emerged from Hook's office and saluted to Alice. She takes a second to recognize it as she'd been watching Lawrence walk off. Yes, what is it? A, a job offer has been extended by the Grand Commissioner Hook, sir. I wish to seek permission to extend my trial run for another day, sir. <sighs> yes, well, I suppose another trial day will be needed, I guess. Um, you're dismissed for the day. Go home and come back tomorrow. Devin nodded and marched off past her down the hallway. She turned to head back to her office when Hook emerged from his. Alice, what was all that about with Lawrence? He seemed rather upset with me. I think he was upset at both of us, I suspect. Some people need a little appreciation and compliments to know what they're doing well. But I guess you don't need to worry about that anymore. You'll have Devon tomorrow as you wish, and I have some other work I need to attend to before I head home. If you'll excuse me. Alice strolled off down towards her office, leaving Hook to shrug, and he too decided to call it a day and go home. End of episode 5. Thank you for listening.